is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick. No Derek Devine this week. He is out of the country. I think he's in Croatia. I saw that on his Instagram. I'm sure he's told me a number of times. Um, couldn't couldn't have told you if I didn't see it on Instagram. So I think it's Croatia. I was going to skip this week. You know, didn't feel like getting on here by myself. But uh, definitely wanted to talk about Washington. So it's going to be short, probably, but had a few things we just, I think, needed to talk about beforehand. This is an 8 o'clock kick on ABC, so it's one of those primetime games that, of course, uh, Michigan usually struggles in. So we'll see how that goes. Michigan is 7-5 all-time in this series. Last time they played was 2002. Uh, just, you know, fun fact, I like throwing out series history stuff. 31-29 Michigan win. That was on a last-second field goal. Chris Perry, 120 yards on the ground, three touchdowns. Michigan's a seven-point favorite in this one, a whole touchdown, um, or six. Those, those are the last numbers I saw between six and seven. Over-under is 48.5. Washington, uh, of course, lost to FCS Montana in week one. And so it, it's so tempting, I know, to – right off the Huskies and say, what the heck is this team is, you know, supposed to be a top 20 team. This was potentially going to be like a top 25 game. Michigan did not crack the top 25. Uh, I believe they got the second most votes of like the others receiving votes. But now if think about from like ESPN, uh, their perspective, like they thought there was a chance they would have a top 25 primetime game on ABC in week two, but no, uh, it turns out it's going to be a game between two unranked teams. One of which just lost to an FCS team. Uh, that was, that was a 13 to seven game to Montana. And if you watched highlights of it, I was finally able to find some extended highlights. It was like a 19 minute clip on YouTube for a while. I couldn't find anything. It's like the world wanted to put this away and not let anybody see it. Um, it, it was so ugly, so ugly. Lots of like third and longs, lots of uh, tackles for loss, dropped passes, overthrows. Washington looked totally discombobulated on offense. You can't be mad at the defense for giving up 13 points. I mean, you should be able to win when your defense allows only 13 points. Uh, Dylan Morris threw 46 passes. Washington's quarterback, 46 passes, but only four and a half, or excuse me, 4.9 yards in attempt, no touchdowns, three interceptions, three interceptions. Uh, Washington scored on its first drive of the game. So you're thinking this is going to be a normal beat up of Montana before we go play Michigan. No, uh, if you're curious, Giles Jackson, the Michigan transfer, he caught four passes for 15 yards. He also had two rushes for 19 yards. So the thing about Washington's offense was it was never going to be like this juggernaut, you know, putting up 40 points a game. Like that was not going to be Washington's offense. You figured more than seven though against Montana. The offensive line returned every starter, but from what I watched, which wasn't the entire game, just um, 
you know, broken up parts of it. This never got a decent push up front. Sack adjusted yards per carry was 3.9. It's not terrible, but you'd expect more. And like I said, Dylan Morris threw the ball 46 times. Uh, Washington was was committed to throwing the ball, you could say. Uh, and, and like I said, faced a lot of third and long. Just just didn't ever have like a recipe for success. And it makes me wonder, like, what is Washington going to try to do against Michigan? Because we've seen Michigan, it's retooled uh, defense go against like a good Mac offense last week against Western Michigan. And by and large, held its own. You know, gave up 14 points, uh, but seven of those came very late when it didn't matter. To me, when I looked at the Michigan defense, one of the most encouraging things I saw was that Daxon Hill was up around the line of scrimmage, uh, playing that slot receiver. He rallied to the ball really well. I mean, he was everywhere. Coaches pointed him out after the game as you know, one of those guys who made a big difference on defense. And that's exactly what you want from a guy like Daxton Hill. Can can he do, can he have the same kind of effect against Washington? And can this entire defense, um, you know, make sure Washington does not catch a rhythm? I I mean, we've seen one game from Michigan's defense, so, you know, it, it'd be still based, I think, largely on your your gut reaction, gut instinct as, as to whether you say yes or no to that. But I, I think Washington maybe has something um, potentially over the top, over the top of the defense. That's not really Washington's game. I thought that might have been Western Michigan's game, but just didn't happen a whole lot. And, and give a lot of credit to Michigan's defensive line, which um, you know came up with one sack, but was very disruptive. Got quite a few hits on the quarterback, Caleb Beldy, and um, you know just just generally kept things off balance for Western Michigan's offense. Can you do that against Washington? Which you know you figure like theoretically has the better offensive line, just has you know better talent. But I don't know. I mean, maybe at the end of week two, we're like looking at the first two games and saying, yeah, Western Michigan was clearly the better team there. I don't know. Obviously not many people would have expected that at the beginning of the season before this all started defensively. Like I said, for Washington, I mean, you give up 13 points, you should be fine. Um, Montana worked a lot on the ground more, more than they did through the air. Uh, is that you know, Michigan obviously had a lot of uh, success on the ground against Western Michigan. And that's where they want to be. Um, but I, I think you expect Washington to sort of load up there and, and make Cade McNamara do something to you through the air because he only threw it 11 times against Western Michigan. And he will not have what looked like his favorite target in Ronnie Bell, who's out for the season with that knee injury. So I think it'd be a great sign if Michigan were, were able to like run the ball effectively and efficiently still. But this... To me, like this looks like a game where you're going to need Cade McNamara to make a few more plays through the air. Um, it's not going to be one that's put away in the second quarter, probably. But outside of Cade McNamara, like I mentioned, Daxton Hill on the defensive side, uh, you know, letting him just kind of be a star. I think Michigan did the same thing with Blake Corum. I mean, he was 
he was um, electrifying, not just coming out of the backfield, but on special teams as well. You get him the ball any way you can. If Michigan keeps doing that, I consider that encouraging. My prediction here, I had this as a loss before the season. And um, after watching Washington week one, I, I can't pick Washington to win this game. I just can't. Like, that seems crazy. I'm going 28-20 Michigan. But, and surely I'm not the first person um, to to bring this up. You've heard this other places I know. The parallels between this season and last season in the first two weeks are kind of incredible. You think back to 2020, Michigan, Michigan looked impressive in a win over Minnesota. And then they were getting ready for a Michigan State team that had just turned the ball over, I believe, seven times in the loss to Rutgers. Looked awful. And we know how that one went. Come to 2021, Michigan looks impressive in a win over Western Michigan, and they're getting ready for a Washington team that just lost 13-7 to to FCS Montana. So I'm not using that as a, like a bad mojo uh, that I think history is going to repeat itself or whatever. I'm just saying like we've been there. So um, don't, don't be like just totally beside yourself if this thing goes sideways sideways Saturday night because um, less than 12 months ago, like we were going through the same dance. So uh, I, I don't think Washington's offense can be that bad again. Um, so, you know, if, I feel like Michigan's defense plays pretty well if Washington scores 20. And if, if it's, I mean, this, this isn't quite a double digit win, but I mean, I think it depends on how you get there, but 28, 20, an eight point win, like, You'd be pretty happy with that. You'd be pretty happy starting two and zero, getting ready for Northern Illinois, where you can basically pencil in three and zero. Great start to the season, and if Michigan lets the stars uh, the stars shine, Blake Corum, Daxton Hill, I, I think you know this could be potentially even a fun night for Michigan. So we'll be back, I think, next week. I think Derek comes back from Croatia early next week, and and we'll. Uh, either look back at Washington, talk about Northern Illinois, maybe a little bit of both. But until next time, take care out there and go blue.